From here on Earth 616 to the multiverse, this is the Marvel Guys Podcast. Your number one source for everything Marvel. Reviews, characters, comic books, new releases. It's all right here. Now, let's welcome your hosts, Jordan and Spencer. Welcome to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jordan, and on my left is my co-host, Spencer. We are bringing to you our reaction to the She-Hulk trailer, and we'll be talking about a big, mean, green fighting machine Mm. that is not Bruce Banner for the first time. Yeah, very exciting times right now. We're getting uh, introduced into some... Pretty cool character. She-Hulk is awesome. Um, I'm excited for this, man. This is uh, August 17th, so it'll be a little little while. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm glad you know that because the host doesn't. (laughs) That's that's so far in the future. You know how we do on this show. Dates, names. Just, you know, hey. But, uh, Dates just a fruit to me, you know? (laughs) Right. Right. But uh, this is very exciting, man. I, I'm 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 pretty excited for this. We get introduced to some pretty obscure characters uh, in the trailer, but uh, also whoever just could you be talking about? Right. I, I don't want to leap to any conclusions. Right. About this character. At some point, we'll address the frog <laughs> in the room. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. If Elephant Man makes his way into a Marvel movie, then <laughs> that'll be the day. Yeah. So we are going to be talking about She-Hulk: Attorney at Law which is going to be a Disney Plus television show um, that explores the adventures of She-Hulk as a lawyer, um, She-Hulk as a woman trying to figure out the dating life that exists currently as a 30-plus-year-old green, sometimes, occasionally, green woman in society. (laughs) Uh, And she is going to be the cousin of Hulk. So, or the Incredible Hulk, as his full name would state on his passport. Right. Um, not that he needs one to mm. go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but, who's going to stop uh, him? You know? What's that? Who's going to stop him? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Uh, does he fly? Uh, he can't. Is it? No way. Is it more? <laughs> can you imagine? You and I have problems with just, our knees. He would sit in the in the cabin, and they would just keep dropping, and they'd have to recalculate <laughs> the altitude. Yeah. Can you imagine? They'd have uh, to ask him and her to sit on the opposite ends of the, the planes. It'd be a nightmare. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. But yeah. if you had like a crash landing, he would be great to just like ball you up like Groot. Just throw him out of the plane. Absolutely. Probably catch you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. welcome to the roast of the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so let's get into this TV show. Um, we are going off of the most recent trailer, which just came out uh, a few days ago as of this recording. And the major topic so far has been the CGI of the um, She-Hulk character. And we won't go too much into that because it is my belief that this will be upgraded by the time we see uh, the actual show come out. Mm -hmm. Typically, if you ever watch a deleted scene of The Incredible Hulk, you will see basically a sock puppet pixelated dummy that (laughs) acts out the scene because they never finished that scene. No. And so you know deleted scenes of rocket raccoon are the same thing so it does take a long time to correctly animate and uh, do the cgi for these characters um i'm hoping that they do take some of the feedback that they got from the trailer and improve on some of her mannerisms and 
make her a little bit less like uh, a Chuck E. Cheese, you know, band member. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, do the same thing that they did with Sonic, I suppose. Or not they. Who who, who owns Sonic nowadays? Uh, Nintendo owns Sonic. Yeah, because Sega's out, right? Yeah. Yeah, they purchased Sonic from yeah. from Sega, my, my childhood. Oof. Like crushed when Sega went out of business. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's get into this trailer. So obviously we start with just kind of this broad um you know scope of, of the city. And I believe this is in LA, right? This yeah. is our first venture into LA. Yeah. Um our first true venture. And we see this these trailers are so fast it's hard to keep up with every moment, but we see a group of people with some weapons drawn. We see She-Hulk um, landing in her, what I would call, I guess, athletic wear. We see an overturned car uh, that looks like it was tri- uh, traveling at a fast rate of speed in some sort of accident. And then we meet those Marvel Studios uh, logos that we all know and love. So introducing you a little bit to the She-Hulk character, if you're not completely you know, aware of her past or her history in the comics... We wanted to kind of briefly touch on who this character really is at her at her core. Yeah, uh, Jennifer Walters is a lawyer. Um, she is the cousin of Bruce Banner, um, and she gets into an unfortunate car accident, which I think is actually something that we see in the trailer. Um, and she receives a blood transfusion from Bruce, and unknowingly and mistakenly, she gets that Hulk gene and uh becomes she hulk uh pretty cool uh she's it's like a weird kind of transition into like how to become a superhero it's like oh you just got in a car accident you had a blood transfusion i guess it's kind of similar right. like matt murdoch kind of like you know stumbling into the accident that happens with him and like he becomes blind and all that stuff but like uh acid yeah that sucks oil whatever that yeah. thing was um but like man uh there's some really cool stuff that happens with She-Hulk in the comics. Like, um, there's this version of She-Hulk that is more powerful than like Thor and like on that level of like Captain Marvel, maybe a little more powerful than Captain Marvel. Um, and she actually gets that power from Isan the Searcher, which we've seen like once in what guardians one or two, when they're talking about the Infinity Stones or whatever, like you see Isan for the first time and it's like really cool. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll get a, we'll, we'll get that. I think that the car accident scene in the trailer is definitely a precursor for like, oh yeah, we're going to show you this cool origin story. And then Bruce is going to help her like harness that power of being a Hulk. Mr. Miyagi Banner. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi Banner. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's safe to assume, we don't know 100% if this is the case, but likely that's that car accident that we're referencing in the trailer, and needing a blood transfusion um, may or may not happen. You know, Marvel likes to take its liberties and change things up from the comics, Mm -hmm. so we'll see. Uh, If that is the case, it seems like Banner would probably have a vial of blood laying around um, because he's a scientist that just basically figured out how to adjust his body to become one and i'm sure over all that time where he was going through those trials and errors that he has some blood sitting in his lab just in case seems like the kind of guy that would have that and the reason i bring that up is because he is hulk full-time right now so needles can't really pierce his 
skin at the mm. moment. So I doubt that he's like drawing emergency blood because how could you really? Right. Um, so yeah, I, I would assume he has that blood laying around if it's needed. I would say if it's not needed and it, they don't go the route of the blood, they could kind of do the same thing that they've been doing with other characters where it's like they were born with this gene and then activated through other cosmic powers that have, they've been exposed to. So we'll see which way they go. Um, One thing to keep in mind is like the last time we did see Hulk's character, I believe, was actually in credit scene of Shang-Chi in which he was not the Hulk. He yes, was he was Bader. human and he had a sling yeah. on his right arm. So that's going to be something to to maybe look at as well maybe like while he was bruce banner some kind of like blood draw situation he's doing studies and right that's how she gets the transfusion so that's a good good thing to at least bring up yeah and i i saw that when you like zoom in on bruce he's wearing tech on his arm mm-hmm. um i guess we'll maybe find out what that is but i'm um, yeah i'm intrigued to see what he's been doing um and how how his life's been going uh we kind of start the trailer off um, once you get past those credits with being exposed to Jennifer and her current life as a lawyer and so she really is trying to find herself in her profession as she gets invited to the what was it lawyership the protection of superhero people some kind of yeah i can't remember the exact name but yeah she's being recruited of course by one another like secret uh law not another law enforcement but another agency of sorts yeah and so she is i guess going to take her place uh in that in that area i, I don't know how that's going to go but i think they're kind of pointing to some backstory here that we're going to get fleshed out throughout the series yeah, I mean, we kind of left off with this in, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, where, you know, there was, like, this, like, idea that, like, these superheroes don't really have income. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also, like, oh, well, we also needed, like, somebody to, uh, you know, take on these cases of superheroes. Right. You know, like, they're their own jurisdiction now. Legal so, representation for everyone, including superheroes. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting... Uh, interesting thing to see take full like like stage really because it's like such a weird oddly uh down to earth kind of thing to really think about when you talk about superheroes is like well what if they break the law you know <laughs> like we were talking about with like hulk being searched at a airport like who's gonna stop him from going to spain it's like well somebody has to you know <laughs> yeah is it more efficient for him to just jump probably Okay. He's just going to jump in the ocean and yeah. jump out. Can he swim really fast? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he is the Hulk. Yeah. It's a Who lot knows? of muscle mass. Right. He'd probably sink. <laughs> but then he could jump at the bottom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Tsunamis. Mm-hmm. Not good. So we also see uh, Blonsky mm-hmm. from the Incredible Hulk movie. And he's been referenced uh, in the past not too recently other than shang chi mm-hmm. but uh in shang chi he was full um abomination. You know, yeah abomination hulked out form yeah. so we didn't get to see blonsky himself but it you know he will be a part of this show and he is in the same containment case uh or container or whatever you want to call it that he was when or that that wong was leading him back to in shang chi yeah so 
that's cool that Marvel didn't screw that little <laughs> plot, you know, thing up. Yeah. So good for them. Uh, but yeah, it's really it's fun to see him back in the fold. It brings up a lot of unique possibilities and things that we've covered in the past, um, especially with uh, Val and her recruitment of some of these more shady behind the scene characters and abomination being one of those possibilities. The question is still about like, we know that abomination is like in shields care Mm -hmm. at some point. And so the question ultimately is, does, does Wong break him out to have him fight in this tournament regularly or is shield maybe, you know, trying to train him for something behind the scenes such as what Val would use him for or basically if if Blonsky and the Abomination are tending to their fighting skills who is to gain the most from that it would be my brain trying to find who's kind of controlling where Abomination goes right now that's where I'm kind of leading to yeah I think it could be something like we could be getting into a situation where it's like ultimatum you know, uh, which is a group in Marvel. Um, it's a once again, it's like one of those stupid long acronyms. Like every <laughs> that's letter, an acronym. Yeah, ultimatum. Ultimatum. Oh it's my the, gosh. Yeah. Um. But it has relevance, or it has uh, relevance to She-Hulk. It has relevance to Miss Marvel and uh, that that certain frog guy. So, um. It could be something like that where they're kind of operating in the shadows maybe and somehow they have Blonsky and they're the ones doing the work. And so it could be something like that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun storyline to follow because I think that's a side storyline that can turn into one of the major storylines moving forward. For sure. Because, you know, we discuss like Dark Avengers and all kinds of possibilities with all these people. And I do strongly believe that we'll see Val um somewhere in this series yeah not sure where but you know we'll find placement later um then we see hulk on his um i guess we'll call it like an island retreat Mm. he has this house that's on a beach um it appears to be in mexico because she's wearing a a t-shirt that says i love mexico and this is probably a place that Hulk decided to retreat to um, at some point in this timeline where we haven't seen too much of him. And it's a place where he probably finds solace and peace. And it looks like he has kind of a whole laboratory and just a a basement area where he can do a lot of these uh, experiments that we see in the trailer. And it looks like he's kind of, I guess, you know, on your first day of work, they give you this binder Mm. and it's like, here's how you do the job. Yeah. Except that's not actually how you do the job. Hmm. That's how somebody else, yeah, you know, was supposed to train you to do the job. I feel like at first, Hulk is like trying to give her the "this is how we become we do this thing as superheroes," and then it's and like then, how Shield wants them to be, right? And then but. shortly later, he throws her in a chamber and terrifies her to the point where she breaks out as She Hulk. So yeah. it's almost like he's going, "Here's how we." don't become really angry here's how we do things as you know a, a big green monster and then all of a sudden he's like all right get in the deep end yeah we're gonna fire sure. this thing up and see how it runs yeah that's <laughs> exactly know? how it is that's exactly how it is uh it, it's kind of funny because he's like 
yes, yes, yes. And then she just breaks out. She's like, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and it kind of shows that he respects her strength and he's not just like, oh, yeah. You know, most yeah. people he would, he would like just half heartedly smile and, and grab them by the waist and place them back in their chamber. But, yeah, her. It's like, uh oh. And we've also seen that this is like a different Hulk than what we're used to. Like he's much more like lighthearted Hulk, and he's like smart Hulk. Yeah. So he's like the, the two are connected. Docile Hulk. Yeah, docile Hulk. Uh, <laughs> the incredibly docile. docile. Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's how far we've come. Um, Edward Norton's rolling over in his grave. Oh man, that yeah. well, that doesn't it doesn't exist. I mean, yet. he's not dead. No. Yeah. His metaphysical grave. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah, this is um, this is an interesting dilemma because we've seen Bruce and the Hulk, and now we've seen them combined. The She-Hulk, uh, there's gonna be a time where they're combined, and it doesn't seem like in that scene that they are, because it seemed like she snapped to save herself, and then she's just like breaking out. Absolutely. But from what we know of She-Hulk and what we've seen in the trailer. It's much like the Smart Hulk. She has, yeah. like, and that's the difference between the, her and Bruce Banner in the comics is that Jennifer Walters and the She-Hulk, their personality doesn't really change when she changes form. Right. Like she maintains, like, all facets of her personality, her mental capacity, all that stuff stays the same, whereas when Bruce Banner turns into Hulk, he's just like, yeah. you know, like it is an game. He's just, like, throwing stuff around. Right, and honestly, <laughs> within Mar- within the MCU... I think part of that you can probably attribute to, and we'll find this out, she's going to have a mentor that will yeah. help her stabilize that anger and uh, strength and use it to her advantage as a lawyer rather than, um, and you see in the final scene or one of the final scenes in the trailers that she does um, you know, display her, her She-Hulk form in court. So I don't know if it was the entire time or she just used that when needed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... It's this is a different Hulk story. This is one where the smart Hulk is going to be kind of where she settles. So, you know, in similar fashion to how it it takes a while to get Moon Knight or to get, you know, whoever you're introducing, it'll take some time for her to figure out her character. And then I think by the end of the series, we'll have a symbiotic relationship between the Hulk side of her and the the human side in that it will become one. And she's going to have a different trajectory because of that because she's going to already have that mentorship that like guys like moon knight and other people really don't necessarily have they just kind of have to figure out along their journey and you see that but like hers is going to be she's going to have that mr miyagi so and something small but kind of cool is that the the blades that were in the containment containment unit were stark blades Mm -hmm. so um it's just fun to think about like Hulk and Tony Stark in Mexico finally getting that time together in a lab mm-hmm. that we wanted from Avengers one because they work so beautifully together. Yeah. Um, maybe one day we'll get those, uh, those scenes. Yeah. Those for short sure. scenes. So yeah, it's an exciting thought. And we, we see in the trailer, basically she's really struggling in this battle being torn between normal womanhood lawyership struggling to adjust to this new form of of hulk that she uh now can take and she's gaining a newfound celebrity because of it uh no doubt i'm sure will she'll use it to her advantage and we do see something that is very prevalent in she-hulk comics 
Um, for those that don't know, she is quite aware of the lunacy mm-hmm. <laughs> of her form mm-hmm. and the fourth wall that does exist between her and the uh, viewer of the comic strip or the TV show or whatever form of uh, art that it takes place. So it seems that they are going to give us some of that as well as she was one of the main characters known for kind of owning her sexuality and using her sexuality to either manipulate or to just kind of make slight fun of uh, how women are portrayed in comics and media back in the day. Oh, for sure. And so it looks to me like we've got a character that is going to kind of own her sexuality and be non-apologetic for it and not in a way where like some people can go, they're trying to cater to somebody. Mm. No, they're just like for some reason for the first time we're getting hints towards sex in a trailer yeah in marvel yeah we've never had no a sex scene in marvel other than deadpool which is ironic eternals well yeah eternals but but yeah it was about as pg as it gets Mm -hmm. yeah i mean deadpool's a gray Uh, area because it wasn't marvel uh property in the movies yet uh, but it will be now, and so technically canon. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a scene. Uh, but yeah, it, it we're getting hints towards sexual behavior and a sexual drive, which you know in adulthood is supposed to be this natural thing. But Marvel's really kind of covered it up up until now. So I am very intrigued to see how they treat uh, sexuality and the fourth wall breaking within this series. Yeah, and and I think bringing up Deadpool is a good uh, thing, honestly, because yeah. She, this is like a precursor for that. Like, however far they decide to push this with She-Hulk is probably going to be much more whenever we do get Deadpool 3, which, you know, whether we get that or not, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I like that, you know, the fourth wall breaking stuff. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be hilarious at times. I feel like there's going to be some stuff that goes on, whether it's in the dating life or whatever i mean we see david otunga from wwe fame in the in the trailer and like all these different dudes that she's going on dates with and you know i think it is a common thing to talk about comedically how like crazy the dating world is right now uh especially if you're somebody that's in like your mid to late 20s or like early 30s like the dating scene is just so strange and well and imagine if you were the only she hulk yeah you'd be this like fetishized yeah trophy yeah everybody be like yeah there'd be like a niche group you know what i mean (laughs) there'd be a fan page definitely (laughs) yeah yeah for sure for sure so um man i i'm i'm really excited for this uh we do get two characters depicted uh from the comics which is titania and frogman yep so uh titania for those that aren't aware of who she is i i looked her up because i am not familiar too much with her background uh she is a fairly common uh she hulk villain and she is essentially kind of a mirror image of she hulk she is super powered um strength is is her thing so if if you liked the battle between 
Abomination and Hulk in the Incredible Hulk movie. That's probably the more of the style you're going to get here between these two. Um, you know, between any Hulk character and its villain, usually power is going to be the common denominator. So uh, I'm very intrigued. So she's another character that kind of owns her sexuality and you can see it in the trailer like they're not they're not covering these characters up they're letting them be you know the women that they were in the comics Mm -hmm. and so yeah we'll see a lot of hand-to-hand combat uh between these two and uh i'll let you speak the frog man however i will say i think a lot of people are really excited to have abomination and hulk on the same screen again yeah and we were all kind of hoping that his temper gets a little little testy and mm. we get a one-on-one with hulk again but nah, i um, love that what do you know about Frogman? i want to know about Frogman. uh eugene Patilio, i think his name is um he uh he's, he's kind of a like really a funny character because number one obviously Frogman, and then you look at his costume and stuff like that However, uh, the costuming and everything came from his father, who was a villain. So, like, it's kind of a weird thing because we see him in in the trailer, but you don't really know if that's Frogman or Leapfrog, as his dad was actually called, which is hilarious, (laughs) right? I love that there's an evolution. Evolution. It's like Pokemon. You go from Leapfrog to Frogman. (laughs) Uh, That's the final evolution. Yeah, but Frogman is uh, Toad. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an underwhelming name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Frogman, he's he's kind of like a I wouldn't say comedic relief, but like he's he's kind of have some comedy elements to mm-hmm. him. Like he kind of like saves the day on accident, kinda, you know. Not to like Jar Jar Binks, you know, because Jar Jar Binks was kind of unbearable. But uh you know, you he's can't kind of introduce like a character. character named Frogman and not have him have some comedy. Oh, know? I know, if right? You took it can't too, be too that's serious. That's the point: is that yeah. if you take it too seriously, it's corny. Yeah. But if you acknowledge the the humor of it, and that's going to be, be amazing. And it's the perfect time to bring him in with somebody like She Hulk, who's going to definitely say that. Like he's going to introduce himself. And be like, I'm Frogman. She's gonna be like, what? <laughs> like it, it really should have been a female character and. Their name should have been Lilypad, right? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Come on. That, that's it's Leapfrog's right there. wife. That's, <laughs> that's what that is. Or uh, it could have been a rapper and it would have been Lil Lee Pad, you know? Ooh, Lily Pad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This isn't my day job, so I won't quit this, but, mm, you know. Yeah. That was rough. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as we get introduced into these villains, they don't give us much context. There's not much to go off of. But yeah, in the final scene, we see her trying to, you know, get used to, you know, a dating app where she's and noticeably she's swiping right on every single person. I think it just shows that she's very lonely mm-hmm. um, in this world and is looking for anybody that can give her some kind of um, love, acceptance, validation. So that that'll be interesting to see if that's the ultimate storyline if she can find love within herself and not seek it from the outside because there's a lot of big storylines with superheroes and sometimes it just comes down to the basics and like with uh, falcon and winter soldier it was like um, finding happiness within himself and not feeling guilt or any of this stuff so a lot of these characters go through their own, own personal growth 
on top of the superhero growth. And sometimes that personal growth is the defining factor that makes them the superhero that they become. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that too, because once again, the two are connected now. Like she's both like at the same time, like she's going to be Jennifer Walters. Sure. But like she Hulk is going to be the thing. Like she's going to be, it's almost like, you know how like professor X like, uh, is the leader of mutant kind and he's also like a mutant himself it's it's that kind of thing where like she's going to be representing these superheroes as a superhero and it's like she doesn't get like really like time off from being that person so it's not like sam wilson gets to just go down and hang out with his family in louisiana because he, he gets that he gets that time but like she's she hulk probably like forever i don't know like it's going to be a, a, a weird thing. So uh, very looking forward to see how that, that correlates. And obviously it seems like she finds a catch <laughs> at, at the end of the trailer when she's carrying dude off. But uh, teach a man to fish. Hey, I think she went fishing one time and went home on that one. <laughs> Probably. I um, think she was swiping right on everybody for a reason. It looks like <laughs> this is going to be like a romantic comedy TV series. Yeah. Which is really interesting because they keep like doing different television series for each show, which exactly. is pretty cool. Yep. Um, so we're really looking forward to seeing how the character progresses, how they, you know, bring Hulk and Abomination's story maybe full circle. Does this launch a Dark Avengers? Does this launch a another Hulk storyline where we get a new revitalized Bruce Banner? Does she take the mantle of the Hulk? Um, is she going to be our Hulk moving forward? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of possibilities and a lot of open-ended questions right now. This was a trailer that provided some information, but I think the next one will give us our story arc a little bit better. Yeah. I'm very intrigued to see where they go with this, um, you know, legal defense team made up of superheroes for superheroes pretty much. Yeah. Uh, obviously the introduction of Matt Murdock is something that has been speculated. Mm-hmm. So with Daredevil coming into the fold uh, and you know, they don't, they don't say things for nothing. Uh, we have She-Hulk trailer come out and Feige confirms within five days of that, that we will get, be getting more Daredevil um, yeah. episodes. That to me sounds connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm pretty excited to see where they go with that. Uh, do, do you see, I'm pushing this on you because I'm not really sure, but do you see where they are going with the defense? Is it something? Here's my question. Is there something that you see uh, in the future with this superhero defense, you know, legal system, or is this something that is just going to help define this TV show? Where's your brain at with that? Well, if you look at like throughout some of the shows, judgment has been a big theme in a lot of these things. Uh, Eternals judgment was a big thing. That's where we left off with Eternals is that they would be judged for their actions. Right. Um, yeah. And they would essentially be brought before Arishim again or brought before a crew of Eternals right. or a crew of uh, Celestials. My bad. Um, we just talked about Thor and, and the judgment mm-hmm. that looks like Zeus is going to cast upon him. Thor. Uh, you see judgment with John Walker and his actions. Falcon was denied a bank loan. Falcon was denied a bank loan. You, I mean, judgment is everywhere. How does, how is Doctor Strange going to be judged for his actions and what he did? Well, right. He faced uh, the Illuminati in yeah. front of a court. Peter Parker, 
judged by the entire world. Judged by the entire <laughs> world. But also, where does he go now? Because what he's doing in the future could right. be judged, right? So there has to be, there. there's this element of accountability accountability for these superheroes yeah. like you have to act within your realm because you know well the accords too right. that was part of I that was just thinking so, that like civil war kind of started all this yeah we're finally seeing accountability being a main storyline and this is gonna really trip you up too who brought the papers of the accords to them ross who is in the comics the red hulk ross so did. yeah it's I think it's all been kind of connected. There's little tiny seeds that are planted throughout. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of where they're going with this. And obviously, you know, like you said, bringing in Daredevil, doing a season four. Yeah. So it'll all be connected. It's going to be really fun to see where this series goes. Yeah. I'm excited. We're still a ways off now. um, But, you know, we're going to hit Thor and then all of a sudden we're going to be like, (laughs) oh, my God, it's right around the corner. Yeah. So, um we appreciate you guys being a part of this episode and listening. I hope you're enjoying all the changes that we've been, you know, going through. We're kind of in our uh, Hulk stage right now. We're, we're uh, venturing out to some new stuff. We've got um, episodes coming out for you twice a week right now. They're generally around uh, weekend time and around midweek, you'll be expecting new episodes each week. So keep joining us for the fun. Uh, We really appreciate, appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, being a, a part of this. And if you haven't subscribed already, please do. It helps us a lot. If you can leave a review, if you're having a, a good time, let us know how you feel. Leave your comments on the Facebook page, the Marvel Guys Podcast. If you're not already joined, it's where we interact the most with our fans, and it's the it's the quickest way to access us if you have any questions or any ideas for any future topics. So um, we just really appreciate you guys being a part of this. Yeah, it's a blast. We uh, thoroughly enjoy what we're doing. This is so fun for us to do. And like I said, we love engaging with you guys. So check out the Facebook page. Hit us up with what you think is going on, and uh, we'll be sure to get back with you. Peace. You've reached the end game of this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Marvel Guys podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Jordan and Spencer, check out themarvelguys.com, the Marvel Guys on Twitter, and the Marvel Guys podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next time.